I want to welcome you to Let's Talk Human Behavior. This is a podcast designed to help you strengthen yourself from the inside out. You see, you either live from the inside out or the outside in. The difference is, from the outside in, you give control of your life to people, and you lose the ability to be yourself. Hmm. They take over writing the script for your life, and you, you become an actor in their play. This is not the purpose of your life. You are here to be an original, to be the person God gave you the talents to be. My purpose, my crusade, my ministry with Let's Talk Human Behavior is to help learn to live your life from the inside out, to strengthen your foundation of belief, trust, and faith in yourself. So our show for today is about learning to believe, trust, and have faith in yourself. This is a process that should start in the life of children. But too many often today lack a strong home foundation that doesn't allow that to happen. You know, because of my childhood, I place a lot of emphasis on family, home, and children. The home should be more than a house that people just live in. It should be the place where a solid foundation for their life is laid. It's a sad thing to say. But too many homes are simply a place where people gather, not experience what it needs to be. Children need parents who teach them about having a fulfilling and productive life. They don't need to be spoiled with all the new and shiny objects. They need to be prepared to live life from the inside out. My guest today is no stranger, stranger to Let's Talk Human Behavior. He's been with me before. I've invited him back because he is in touch with what is happening on the streets called life. My guest is Oren Hudson. Oren, welcome back. It is good to have you here, my friend. It's, uh, it's great to be back with my best friend, Richard. I learned a lot from Richard. He, he's a real deal, Holyfield. <laughs> well, thank you very, very much. You know, Oren, probably many of our listeners that we have now, because our podcast has really grown, may not be familiar with you. So what I'd like you to do is take some time and tell them about Orrin Hudson. Well, is, I, where did he come from? I, what has he done to arrive where he is now? And tell us about your ministry that you have there in Atlanta. Yeah, I'm, a, a, I'm, I'm, a, I'm seven of 13 children. My mom had 13 children. Uh, we grew up uh, in the housing projects in Birmingham, Alabama. I was taken from my mom and put in foster care. And a teacher uh, met this teacher, a white teacher by the name of Dame's Edge, and a white teacher in an all-black high school. He pulled me to the side and said, listen, you're following the wrong crowd. You're following the followers. What do you mean? That you with this, this gang and yet y'all making bad choices and that. You basically a pawn because you're following the followers. He said, I'm going to teach you how to think independently. I said, what do you mean? He said, I'm going to teach you tests. I said, I'm a checker guru. He said, checkers, you're using half of the board. Chess, you're using every single square on the board. He said, checkers is no men on the, it's all men on the board. The chess, the female is the most powerful piece on the board. I said to him, let's get on with the class. 
or a teacher pulled me to the side, got me out of a game, got me to thinking for myself, and I became the uh, first African-American to, to defeat the Alabama State champion in chess. And I'm living my dream because a teacher believed in me until my belief kicked in. So James Edge gave me the winning edge by teaching me how to think. And, you know, that's one of the things that we deal with today, and I'm sure you see this, is that so many young people today are not being taught to think. They're being indoctrinated. Uh, they have other people telling them what their life is, who they are, and how they're supposed to live. So what created this, and I'm going to use the word, what created this ministry that you have in uh, there in where you live? And, and how did you start it? Yeah, well, I'm in Stone Mountain, Georgia. Uh, I started Peace One because seven people were shot in a robbery for $2,000. And I said to myself, bad things continue to happen when concerned people fail to make boss moves. I made a boss move and started Peace One to teach young people brains before bullets. Think it out, don't shoot it out. The only way to fight is to use your head. And what have you done with that? Well, we are about 88,000 strong. I just finished an eight-week boot camp uh, for the summer. Uh, we got about three more weeks left on another boot camp that I'm doing. So I'm just doing my part to teach young people that there's a new weapon of choice, a king, a queen, and a pawn, not a gun. And so I'm teaching them to think it out, don't shoot it out. And Orrin, as, as you look around, there Stone Mountain in the Atlanta area. What what do you see happening with young people today? What concerns you with young people today? Well, it concerns me that the parents are not um, don't realize how precious their uh, home training is, and their children need to know to be a good human being. They need to know to be, you know, be good to people. Do no harm. That that. You know, just be a good person. Uh, choose peace instead of violence. You know, people are too quick to pull a gun nowadays. We got to teach young people that human life has value. How do you how do you attract young people to your to your program? Well, I go to them. I go in bad neighborhoods, and we give uh, nice awards that we uh, offer kids, and we motivate them to get involved, and we try to teach them how to navigate through the complexities of life. I'm always trying to motivate them, inspire them, and encourage them to be all God created you to be. And we, we got some incentives to get kids excited about the game. Do you have some success stories? Yeah, got a lot of success stories. I had a lady call me the other day and said, uh, you know, thank God that she found me in time because I got a kid on, on a straight and narrow. One kid, I uh, got in trouble. He almost got eight years in in prison, and I, you know, got him got him a little help and got him on the right track. I just think children need to see positive role models. One kid almost went to jail for attempted murder on his son. I trained him; he became a state champion. I got a lot of stories that um, one of my students' uh, parent called me and said she answered a large law exam on the first try and. And she got one. She's uh, she's responsible for getting one of the Falcons here uh, to play for the Falcons. So she she's excited about that. So I got a lot of children who 
that I've helped along the way that's going to be really, really good and know the power of giving and not do no harm. Orrin, have you lost any kids? Yes, I did. I lost a kid. Um, one of my kids uh, that I lost was his name was Robert Curry. Um, he was one of my success stories. He was featured on CBS News. Um, I got him away from the streets, um, but his girlfriend killed him in his own bed. So it's, it was a sad day for that one. How old was he? I'll say 20, maybe 20. Loss of a life, huh? Yeah. I think him and his girlfriend got in a fight. She said he fell on the knife, which was not true. But, um, yeah. So, Warren, what's the, what's the danger of the streets right now? Danger of street, you can make one move and never recover. In streets, you know, we, we, we got parents have to, you know, we need fathers in the home. But if your father's not in the home, parents need to reach out and try to get some help if they're having trouble because children need home training. Because a lot of this stuff these people doing, man, you know, you just can't do that. You know, you're going you're gonna to shoot your doctor. You're going to shoot somebody because they put too much mayonnaise on your sandwich. There's a lot of crazy stuff going on. Children not thinking. Action without thinking is a cause for every failure. We got to get you. We got to teach children how to slow it down and how to think things through. So, in some ways, have you become like a father to some of these children that don't have a father? I try to be. You know, the life I say may be my own. So I teach the children as though my life depends on it. Lady called me at 1.30 in the morning. She said she called every agency in Atlanta trying to get help for her son, but none of them would take her call. She asked me would I sign a court affidavit and help her son for a year. I said yes. And the reporter said, why would you take a phone call at 1.30 in the morning from a complete stranger, offering to volunteer your service to help a child for in a complete year? I said a full-time soldier sleeps with his boots on. And what you sincerely desire for others will happen for you. Orrin, is this a ministry for you? It's a ministry for me. It's a labor of love. I love giving back. I love helping people. I love helping the least, the last, and the lost. I'm leveling the playing field. I'm showing children how to wake up winning. You win by adding value. You win by adding value. You know, if you if you're not adding value, is a robbery. Give people more value than they give you, and you will never make a mistake again in your life. Why chess? I mean, there's a lot of things you could pick from, but uh, you know, kids today they seem to be stuck on their video games and their. Uh, all of their technology and chess is not like any of that so why chess well chess is technology you can play it online play it people from russia all over the world play somebody from india and dubai and hong kong and china yeah you can play all over the world so but chess saved my life and chess has so many nutrients in the game it teaches you that piece back no you can't do that 
Don't do that. Oh, you're losing if you do that. It's the silent teacher. It's the silent parent. Chess is about critical thinking. Chess is about do no harm. Chess is about choosing peace instead of violence. Chess is about attack the peace, not the person. Chess is about the new weapon of choice, a king, a queen, and a pawn, not a gun. Think it out, don't shoot it out. The only way to fight is to use your head. So when I think about chess, and I'm nowhere near your level, but I've loved the game. And one of the things that I, I loved about it is that chess to me is about thinking forward. I mean, you can't just sit there and react. You have to think about your next move. Exactly. And then you got to don't be lazy and, and thinking. A lot of people are lazy and thinking and they'll think of one move and then they say, well, take a few more moves, you know, look, you know, look for the move. When you make this move, look for the, the follow-up. Look for three moves deep that you may have to do. Because you say, if I stop this, I do this, that's fine. But you got to look at all the board, look at the whole picture and make a decision. Sometimes you have to delay gratification. Sometimes you have to see that you can take this queen, but you don't take it right then. You do something else and come back to get the queen. So how do you apply that principle to life? I apply it to life all the time. So uh, my daughter was in something and I said, just wait it out. Everything's fine. And it worked out. But she, I said, you want to do that? And I said, no, you, it's a waiting game. Waiting game. So sometimes you have to pause, ponder, reflect, pivot, pray, and proceed. <laughs> don't do the first thing that pops in your head the first thing that pops in your head is a trap when when you look at young people today i mean they come to you and sometimes it, it's got to be challenging to work with them to get them to where they really can look at life from the inside out not the outside in because most, uh, I would imagine a lot of these young people, they do grow up on the street. And on the street, that's an outside-in world where they're influenced by the gangs. They're influenced by the need to prove themselves. They're influenced by needing someone to love them. Well, I tell children, well, sometimes children just don't get it. And sometimes adults don't get it. And it's responsibility. It's the responsibility of the people that get it to help those who don't get it because don't get it, don't realize they don't get it. So we have to kind of drill down and show people. Like my son, I was telling my son some things to do, and he thought, "Oh no, Dad, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to do it." He progressive insurance want me to pick these cards up for free. They want me to store them for free. I said, "Do it, do it now." And do it with a smile. And he called me back. He said, Dad, ooh, the floodgates are opening now. I said, it was testing you. I said, life is a trick. I said, you, 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 you can't always win on every transaction. Make sure you give people more value than they give you, and you will win every time. It may look like a sacrifice. It looks like an unfair, it looks like an unfair exchange. But that's how you win the game. It looks like an unfair exchange, but that's how you win the game. Always just keep giving value. Just keep giving value. Always give people more value than they give you. If you if you do more than you're paid to do, eventually you're gonna get paid more for what you do. I would think, Oren, sometimes too, 
that because of how a lot of these young people that you minister to, that the homes that they grow up into, that trust has got to be a big issue. You know, and how do you, how do you bring these young people around to trust you? Because they got to trust you or they wouldn't be involved with you. Yeah, they got to trust. Well, my word is my bond. If I tell you something, you can take it to the bank. If I, I was doing an event one time and the media came out, they go, oh, my God, you really do have free food, free parking, free training. We didn't believe that. They go, if I say something, you can take it to the bank. Integrity is a magic word. If you true to yourself and you true to others, you'll win every time. Integrity is a magic word. And so they can trust me because I'm the, I'm I, I want them to win, and I, I'm I'm all in, I'm all in, and I want them to win. So, have you had some students who have beaten you in chess? You know that's a good question. Uh, no, I haven't. They had they tried, <laughs> but I put up a lot of money if they beat me, so they're trying to get me. So yeah. Uh, I had a student though the other day that, you know, we was playing one minute test and he didn't win, but he almost won. And so that was great for him. And one student I'm checkmating with one second on my clock. So wow, one second's a long time when you know what you're doing though. Yeah. And chess, one second's a long time. But uh, yeah, I, chess, I love the game because there's no blame in the game and that I have everything I need to win the game. So we teach, don't play the blame game, play the win. You have your mind, you have your abilities, you have your talents, and you have time. And time waits for no one. When they hit on that, when I move, I hit the clock, when my opponent moves his clock, and so you have time. And so you have to master your time, master your resources. The opposite of wealth is not poor. The opposite of wealth is mismanagement of resources. Poor is just a reflection of how you manage your resources. Orrin, why do you do this? I love it. I love it. I mean, let me give you an example. Yeah, but why? But why? You, why? You, because I, I, I know I can make a difference, and I'm making a difference. And I know I, I have the, I get the light bulbs to come on on people. I, you know, the ding, ding, ding. I get the ding, ding, ding. And we have to make sure the children are getting the ding, ding, ding. See, children are going to school, and the school system is not working. School and, and progress is impossible unless you do something different. Quit doing the same thing over and over, expecting a different results. We have to meet children where they are and then bring them along. Do you find that in working with the children sometimes, this gives you an entree into their home? Yes, it gives me an entree into their home. And one of the parents called me, go, oh, that's where he get that from. See, I'm teaching them stuff, and they going back at home and, and applying it, and it's working. Check, double check, triple check. Don't do the first thing that comes up. Check, double check, double check, triple check. Don't get the first bid on a house. Don't get the first disc, that or that. Uh, it happened to me. I was building a parking lot for my training center here. First bid was $42,000. Second bid was $38,000. Third bid was... 20, uh, 27000 another bid was uh, 19000 and then the last bid was 15000 So you got to keep drilling till you get the, you know, you know, and, and I looked at all the engineer, he looked at the $42,000, he looked at the he looked at the 15, he's old, the exact same thing, he needs to go with the 15, boom. 
So I, I'm just going to ask this the way I'm thinking it. You mentioned something earlier about um, the missing of one parent in a house. And how important is it that a family be a unit? And, and what happens when, like, the dad's missing? I what? think we need the dads in the home. Um, and I plead guilty. I, I kind of left my home, but I never really left my children. And, and you know, I'm there for my children. I'm there for their mom. Their mom got hurt. I sent her money. You know, I'm, I'm there for her. I'm locked in on all of them. So I'm, I'm not always there, but I am there because I pick them up and I get them and stuff. But we can do more and we need more. Uh, and I'm thinking about doing a male assignment, a black male assignment, getting black males in the home because take care of your children, take care of their mom, because the best thing you can do for your child is love their mom and take care of them, you know, let them see that you take care of her. And so because what you sincerely desire for others will happen for you. Do you do you find, Oren, that sometimes too, that the number one thing these kids are looking for is love and acceptance? Yes. Yeah, they need uh, love and acceptance. And, and children need love the most when they deserve it the least. And we have to just move with love. We have to walk with love. Because when you move with love and you walk with love, you, the word love means, first of all, look for the good. The word love means to heal without expecting anything in return. And when you moving with love and you give without expecting anything and you looking for the good, you're walking with God. And when you walking with God and moving with God, you will always reach your destination. I, I, I love your website. I, I love the concept of be someone. Where did that come from? Abraham Lincoln, his mother, her, 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 his, her dying words on her deathbed that Abraham was be someone. And even though Abraham had failed many times, he had a lot of trouble going up. He took those two words, be someone all the way to the White House. My assignment in life is to empower our young people to be someone. Be all God created you to be because everyone was born to be a star at something. The purpose of your life is a discovery. And you discover it through trial and error. Make it okay to fail. Abraham Lincoln failed many, many times. But make it okay to fail. Never stop learning. Never stop moving. Never give up. The biggest mistake you ever can do your entire life is to give up. So stay in the game. You know, and Oren, we've done such a terrible job of teaching the real meaning of success to people. Because for so long, we only had two words. You were either a success or you were a failure. And that failure became such a branding word to people. And my definition of failure is real simple. It's fertilizer. And exactly. the purpose of being knocked down is to get back up. And if people don't get back up, that's defeat. And one of the things I appreciate about you and, uh, you know, I love what you do, is that you take kids that have been knocked down. They've had the rug pulled out from under them. They don't know what love is. They don't know what acceptance is. And every day they're struggling, some in some ways, just to stay alive. And then you walk into their life 
and you provide them with a path, a pathway that they can walk forward. Yeah, well, I tell them this. I said, listen, I'm the king of failure. I've lost more chess games than anybody alive. Failure, failures are the bricks you gather to build your mansion. You need bricks to, you know, build your mansions. And the more shots you take, the better you get. Steph Curry hit 203 three-pointers in a row. If a dude can do that, he's he missed a lot of shots, but now he figured out where to shoot it so it'll go in every time. And that's what life is about. Make it okay to fail. Time and grade. The longer it takes, the better you become. Just stay with it. Stay in the game. Make it okay to fail. Failure is weakness leaving the body. The more you fail, the stronger you get. Yeah. Where are you challenged at right now? I'm basically financially. Uh, my account right now is a little low, about 200 some dollars, but God has got me on your podcast, and I'm sure somebody has said, hey, I need to support this brother. He's doing God's work. I trained over 88,000 kids, and I'm a full-time soldier, and a full-time soldier sleeps with his boots on. So I'm doing this eight-week boot camp. I ain't charging kids a dime. I ain't charging them nothing. We get finished up. I mean, we finished we finish one on, on Friday, but we got another one that's going all the way to July 23rd. So I'm always trying to do everything in my power to teach young people be a giver, brains before bullets, think it out, don't shoot it out. The only way to fight is to use your head. And, and folks, you know me, and you know me that uh, I, I don't uh, ask you to support many things, but I'm going to challenge you to support what Oren is doing because he's working in one of the areas where we need to really put an emphasis today, and that's with young people. Because as Oren said, and you've heard me talk about this, that the school system today is not about teaching, it's about indoctrinating. And they're taking the minds of young people today and they're warping those minds with their indoctrination. And we need that positive part in their life. And we need someone who will walk the streets with these kids, who will reach out and tell them, you can be somebody and can, who can give them a platform by which they can think, because people don't think today. And if you don't think, then you're controlled by everything around you. Yeah, the so, game is over. You're yeah. not using your God-given brain, the game is over. So if, if some of the people who will watch this podcast would like to make a donation to you and to what you're doing, how would they do that? Be someone.org. Just be someone.org. Um, we'll 501c3 nonprofit. Your, your donation will be tax deductible. I've been doing this 22 years. I teach the children as though my life depends on it. I wrote Barack Obama eight years ago a letter, and I said, Barack Obama, I'm not my brother's keeper. I am my brother because what you sincerely desire for others will happen for you. So I'm all in. I'm committed to teaching these young people to be a good human being. Do no harm. Be a giver, not a taker. Takers is for losers. Giving is for winners. Well, you know, I appreciate what you do and I love what you do, Guy. And you know that you're important to me and that folks, if there is a need that's out there today, it's the need with children. So be someone.org and support uh, Oren because we need to raise our presence with the children 
of today because they are our future. And that future is going to be built upon helping them find that foundation of strength, that foundation from the inside out where they get off the street, they get out of the world, they get away from the influences, they get away from the gangs, and they can come into something like what Oren is doing. And they'll meet somebody who cares about them. And it's, it's not fake, it's real. They'll have an opportunity to learn how to be someone. And in being someone, that's where they can start making a difference. And Oren, any last thought before we close down? Yeah, just being the best is a major quest. Don't get upset if you fail your first test. Try again and learn from within. Set your goals high and believe that you can. Stay focused and on track. Associate with poverty people and don't look back. Believe in yourself and think before you act. Be someone. Yeah, again, that's be someone.org. Be someone.org. And what we're doing has your name on it. You can be a part of changing the world one move at a time. All right, my friend. Thank you. Thank you for being here. I appreciate it. And thank folks, you, thank you for being here. We appreciate your being a part of Let's Talk Human Behavior. And we'll look forward to the next time that we have an opportunity to get together. And until then, just remember, you are a person of presence. And that presence that you have should be a presence that makes other people want to know more about your presence. I'll see you again soon.